Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to Dilly Ding Dilly Dong. Yes, that's still the title. Thanks to you who voted for it on the Mercury website, the Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast. I'm Rob Tanner. I'm joined by Jordan Blackwell, my colleague on the sports desk, and we're going to be discussing all the events at the King Power Stadium. There's plenty to discuss in this podcast. Uh, It's been all about the Champions League. Let's start with the immediate breaking news. The draw for the quarterfinal, Jordan. Atletico Madrid. Were you happy with that draw? Yes, I I was very happy. To be honest, I would would have been happy whoever Leicester got just to be at this this stage. It is brilliant. Um, I think there's probably... Atletico, for most fans, probably sit in the middle um, of, of of the teams left. I think there was there was those fans that wanted the big teams, the likes of Barcelona, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, the the real giants of football, and then there was probably probably fans that wanted either Borussia Dortmund or Monaco, probably the the most beatable teams uh, of those left. Uh, Atletico and Juventus are are in the middle. They're extremely good, uh, uh, and will be a, a real, really, really tough test uh, for Leicester and it will be a battle um, but I think one of the, the biggest things, um, one of the biggest bonuses is the history there with that game in, in 1997. It does provide an extra storyline. Uh, maybe not for Atletico because they've had so much success since but for, certainly for, for Leicester that's, that's, that's really key that you know Leicester might be able to get some revenge. Well, there is certainly a contrast there, isn't there? Because that 1997 was a, a rare excursion into Europe for Leicester City and they've had to wait quite a while to return. But for Atletico since then, I mean, they've won the Europa League uh, for the second time in 2012 and they've reached the final in the last two of the last three seasons of the Champions League, losing both times in tight games as well to Real Madrid. So they've got plenty of European quality, haven't they? And, and in uh, Griezmann, they've got um, a top quality, world-class player as well. Yeah, they have the uh, Diego Simeone's turned them into a, a powerhouse of European football. Before before he arrived, you, you could say that they were almost Real Madrid's sort of little brother. They weren't really sort of recognised as a, as a as a big team. But he's come in. They won the Europa League immediately. He, they won the Copa del Rey. They won the La Liga title. They broke a, a, a seemingly sort of impenetrable duopoly between Barcelona and Real Madrid. Um, they've got to two Champions League finals and you know lost one in extra time, lost one on penalties. Um, they are an extremely good team. Um, what I think is quite uh, it's quite funny really that 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 Leicester have drawn Atletico Madrid because of Atletico Madrid's style of play. They're not typical of the big teams that prefer to to dominate the ball and dominate possession. They do play a little bit similarly to City, and that they prefer to maybe not have the ball. Even in La Liga, they've got less than fifty percent uh, average, less than fifty percent of possession. They prefer to sit back and hit on the counter attack. They play four four two just like City do. Um, so it really is a, a, a meeting of the minds because you know the the lineup and the tactics may be exactly the same. So. It, it will come down to, to whoever's better on the day. Could it be a case of, you have the ball? No, 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 you have the ball. But we've got um, a bit of time before those games come around because we've had the dates for those come through. The first leg is away 
in Madrid, uh, and that's on the 12th of April, and the home leg at the King Power Stadium is the 18th. And whilst it must be, it is quite a, you know, a stern test for Craig Shakespeare's men, they can draw a lot of heart, Jordan, from their performance in Seville. I mean, Seville are currently one place and five points ahead mm. of Atletico in uh, La Liga. And Leicester City overcame, they overturned that uh, 2-1 deficit from the first leg. On what was a remarkable night, wasn't it, at the, the King Pass Stadium? The atmosphere was fantastic with the banners and the flags. And the, and the, the players rose to the, the occasion. And just as we expected, they came out the blocks flying and maintained that pace all the way along. And uh, Seville couldn't live with that pace. Yeah, they, they had that intensity. That's the one of the Leicester's key positives, that they can bring that intensity. And it really does affect other teams. And, and Sevilla couldn't deal with it. We saw... Um, in the first leg, we saw how severe, uh, how good severe are with their movement and their passing and creating chances. But a, a renewed city uh, hit them straight away, and Severe hardly created any chances. The Schmeichel made a save early on from Nasri, they hit the bar with that sort of thirty yarder. Um, but uh, and then they had the penalty. But other than that, there, there wasn't many. You know, there wasn't many tests for Leicester in defence. Um, and I think if they can produce a similar performance against Atletico, um, one, it'll be a, it'll be a brilliant night because the atmosphere on Tuesday was one of the best I can best I can remember, uh, particularly towards the end when you know Leicester are a little bit under the cosh and Schmeichel had to save the penalty. Um, but if if the players can reproduce that performance against from Sevilla, if the fans can reproduce that atmosphere, with Leicester having the second leg at home. There is a possibility, they, and they will feel confident. They'll let the Leicester players and the Leicester fans will look at the table. They'll see Atletico below Sevilla, and they'll, they'll, that'll automatically sort of bring a little bit of optimism, a little bit of positivity that that it is doable to to reach the semi-finals. Well, I know that's a ridiculous thing, isn't it, to, to even contemplate Leicester City in the Champions League semi-finals? But I think one thing we've learned over the uh, last few years is that you never say never with this Leicester City side, do you? You can never write them off. Mm. Every time the bookmakers put them as massive underdogs, and I, I believe they're still in the thirties, aren't they, to one for to to, to uh, win the the Champions League? And uh, and considering there's only eight teams left, those are pretty steep. Odds, but uh, no, it's, uh, they've got every chance if they can maintain this form. It's been quite a dramatic change of form, hasn't it, since Craig Shakespeare took over? Yes, I think we've we've seen Le- the Leicester City of last season. Uh, I think Shakespeare appears to have stripped back all of the the, the tiny tweaks that maybe Ranieri had made over the course of the season. Uh, they've gone to back to basics in a sense that it's about being as as quick at the blocks as possible, closing down, pressing the opposition when they're a little bit uncomfortable, and when in possession, getting the ball forward as quickly as possible, get it to Vardy, make, let Vardy make the runs, give the ball to Mares, let him dribble past players, and and that's that seems to work. It's a simple tactic, but opposition can't seem to deal with it. Even you know we saw against the the beaten Liverpool and Sevilla playing like this, two of the two of the, the best teams. Um, well, one Liverpool in the country, Sevilla, one of the best teams in the world, you would say, and and they could, they couldn't live with Leicester's tactic, but it is a simple tactic, and they may come unstuck. We we know that that teams last season sort of worked it out towards the end, and Leicester had to sort of battle through games winning one nil. Maybe we'll see that again uh, this season, but I think the way Leicester are playing and the the momentum that they seem to have, um, I think they'll they'll keep pushing on this season, and we'll. Um, We'll see more good performances. Uh, finally, on the draw, uh, the uh, being paired with Atletico certainly will bring back 
memories of 20 years ago for a lot of City fans when uh, City were dumped out of the UEFA Cup in very controversial fashion by Atletico and uh, we've been watching some of the YouTube uh, footage and even now, I mean, it's very hard to understand what went on that night really. They were 2-1 down in similar fashion uh, to the Seville uh, tie this year. 2-1 down from the first leg when Atletico came to uh, Filbert Street and Martin O'Neill City went for the juggler from the off and uh, but things certainly transpired against them, shall we say? Yes, well, there was uh, multiple uh, turned down penalty calls, but they weren't the likes of penalty calls, whereas, you know, 50-50, sort of... Um, Sin them given, sin them not given. Yeah, yeah. Th- those, you know, you see those penalty calls all the time. These were <laughs> blatant penalties, and there was, there was three in the match. Then Gary Parker received a second yellow card for taking a free kick too quickly. Um and it just it seemed like everything transpired against City and they ended up losing 2-0 and 4-1 on aggregate. I think Leicester fans will remember that game. It's because it's because it's so controversial, because it was such a because at the time this was as you know, as a big as big as it had ever been for Leicester playing against a team like Atletico in, in Europe. Um, so to go out in in that fashion is really disappointing and will, will have stuck with a, lot, with a lot of supporters. Yeah, it's getting back to the present though, because that's the future. Let's get back to the present. And uh, I noticed in the quotes that the club have released from Craig Shakespeare in reaction to that draw, the first paragraph is saying what a, a you know a sort of test it's going to be uh, for his players. And the second paragraph is completely dominated with, but listen, we've got the Premier League now. We've got to focus on this. There's a lot of games between now and then. Uh, it's really a case of keeping our minds on the job at hand and it starts at West Ham tomorrow uh, now City haven't got an away win all season in the Premier League is this the time does it feel like this is the time now they're going to get one based on the way Leicester have been playing recently I think there's a there's a case of saying yes but I think playing a, a, a really intense Champions League game um, a few days before doesn't bode well for City, given that West Ham, you know, they've they've not had any games and they've had they've had time to prepare for this game properly. Um, Leicester would have had a lot of focus on the Sevilla game, and uh, although uh, and I know Shakespeare has, has been really keen to point out that Leicester are not thinking about the Champions League at all now, and they are focusing on West Ham, which is the right thing to do because twenty seven points won't keep Leicester up. They still need to pick up maybe ten or twelve points. Um, I think because of the energy and the focus that went into the Sevilla game, they may not quite be at their best uh, on Saturday. Uh, but I st- still think that West Ham uh, sort of middling and they've, they've put in some some decent performances this season, some poor, perform- poor performances. They've done pretty well in, in general against the teams and against the sides below them, but then we saw them lose to uh, Bournemouth um, a, a couple of weeks ago. Um so it'll be it's a very good chance for Leicester to get their first away win. Although I wouldn't I wouldn't want to say it's a it's a certainty. Well, that was certainly my concern that you just touched on there. The whether they can muster the same intensity and energy levels after uh, Tuesday night. And we put that to Craig Shakespeare in the press conference yesterday, and he said it's all down to the backroom team now, nurturing players through, getting them ready physically for the games. Uh, and there are a few concerns. I mean, Casper Smeichel who's been in fantastic form. Uh, is still playing with a, a slight ankle problem, which hasn't affected him in terms of training and game time, but uh, it's still something that's being monitored. And then we had the news last night that Danny Drinkwater has had to withdraw. Well, he didn't withdraw because he wasn't named. He's made himself unavailable for England because he's got a, a little niggle, a problem that has been managed by the medical staff 
uh, Leicester City to ensure that he continues to play. And uh, the FA have agreed with City that it'd be better for him to rest during the international break to ensure that he can continue rather than trying to keep the workload high and uh, then breaking down. And uh, is that a little concern that the players are now carrying niggles, but, or is that just the norm, do you think, at this stage of the season? I think that's to be expected with the amount of games that, that Leicester have had this season. And it's... Um... Certainly, compared to the, the past two seasons when Leicester have gone out the the cups early, the, this season's been uh, totally different. With you know, that's now eight extra Champions League games they've had, they got a fair way into the to the FA Cup as well, um, and uh, I, so I don't think that's a surprise. Um, I think it's probably the right thing to do to to manage those injuries in the way Leicester in the way Leicester are. Uh, you know, drink more to limit himself from international duty and Schmeichel perhaps not doing all the training because um, they are the sort of injuries it's a free summer international wise so they're the sort of injuries that if you know they really need to be looked at they can be looked at in the summer and they can be managed now um, and I don't think we've seen them really um, affect Schmeichel and Drinkwater's performances because I think most fans would agree that they've been two of the two of City's best performances over the course of the season yeah exactly I mean I know that Jamie Vardy's played with Niggles as well in the past and certainly last season and uh, he was able to carry on. Um, and a lot of good City players coming into form. And we mentioned Sch- Schmeichel there and drink water. Vardy was exceptional, I thought, against Seville. He really got up their noses and uh, uh, caused them all sorts of problems. But in the last few games as well, there's been signs of Riyad Mahrez rediscovering that, uh, that sensational form of last season. Because I was quite impressed with him against Seville. It just looked tailor-made for him, didn't he? Especially as the game opened up in the second half. Yeah, I think we we are seeing him slowly back to his best. I thought in, against Liverpool in the, the first game of, of Shakespeare's reign, I think there was it seemed like a lot of players improved drastically from from the previous few weeks. But Morris was still a, maybe a little bit behind. But we've seen we saw that brilliant goal he scored against Hull, and I think Sevilla was his, his best game in a while. You know, he looks really comfortable on the ball. Still, he created plenty of chances. The the ball for Morgan's goal was 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 really good. The ball for Mark Albrighton's goal that had to be punched clear uh, by the goalkeeper that was exact in the exact right area that you'd want, sort of in between the goalkeeper and the defence, and causes loads of problems. That does. Um, so yes, we are seeing him slowly back to his best. I think he's probably still got, and he'll admit this. I think he's still got some way to go before he gets to, back to to how he was playing last season. But I think you're right to say we have seen we are seeing lots of Leicester City players in good form. Um, I think Mark Albright's been brilliant over the past three games, uh, particularly on Tuesday. Uh, I was surprised that he was still running in the, the 94th minute. I don't know where he got the energy from. Uh, even Morgan and, and Huth have, have looked a, a lot more solid in, um, in the past few games. I, I, they cleared plenty, um, cleared plenty of balls, made plenty of tackles on Tuesday. Um, and I think Christian Fuchs has also been another standout player of the past I, few I games. think his transformation is probably the most dramatic mm. of all the players from the form that he was showing under Claudio to the form he displayed on Tuesday night. I thought it was an outstanding performance of full-back play. You know, solid defensively, read situations, nitty, got his foot in, made yeah. clean tackles as well, didn't yeah. risk um, giving away silly free kicks and stuff. But also going forward, we know he's got so much potential linking up with players ahead of him. And uh, you know, I think he's probably been the, the, the one that's made the the biggest improvement in short space of time. Yeah, no, definitely. I think he, he needs to do that because I think in, in Ben Chilwell, that's probably the, the, the biggest sort of battle for a, for a place at City at the minute because when Chilwell came in, when Fuchs was suspended um, around Christmas time, Chilwell performed really well and certainly showed a lot going forward and showed how comfortable he is on the ball. Chilwell still has a lot 
lot to learn defensively, but that's the sort of thing that, that comes from um, from playing more regularly. But at certainly at the minute, Chilwell's not going get, to get into the team because Fuchs is one of Leicester's top few performers. Yeah, so uh, it's heading down to the London Stadium, uh, the formerly the Olympic Stadium tomorrow for the first time for Leicester fans. And it's not often you get to go to a new stadium, uh, but that's what we'll be doing tomorrow. Uh, hopefully Leicester City will come out and show the... The same form they've displayed in the last three games. Three wins out of three for Craig Shakespeare. Uh, the new messiah is going to let the uh, let the, slip the dogs of war once again in uh, the east end of London in Stratford tomorrow. And check back on the Mercury website and our Facebook page over the weekend for all the news and reaction from Leicester City at West Ham United. <laughs>